Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. But how does, let me just throw this out there to everybody to play with. So how does the position, the title, king and queen, justify the inequality that exists between the human beings who are equal, who are PSU students who are equal, yet unequal by title designation? It's not? No. Okay, how so? Because, like, okay, first, what do you mean when you say justified? There's a defense for it. It has a right to exist. There's a validity to it. There's a validity to it, then the actions that proceed from it are to be accepted. Well, in that case, it it is justified because they, they did what they had to do to be able to hold that position and they feel they can feel like since I maintained this certain GPA or since I did this okay. to be able to have this position, I should have a higher say so. Okay. Yeah. Somebody else. That's why the uh, king and queen, they feel like they're justified because they have this title and they believe that it gives them the right the right to dictate what everyone else does. Okay. But mm. I don't think that it's... Are you about to invoke the R word? You don't think that it is... I wasn't going to say right. Oh. What was you going to say? Fair. Okay. Go ahead. You're making another ethical claim. Go ahead. I don't think that it's fair. All right. Because it, just because they're, they're in a position of power, it doesn't give them, it doesn't make it fair for them to treat the people that are below them. Okay. Like their voice, their voices don't matter at all. Okay. So, DeMarcus. While we can admit that there's an inequality that exists on the basis of title, king and queen, right? How might you feel? How could you experience an equal participation, even though there's the reality of an inequality that exists between? king and queen and everybody else. 
that. I sure can. <laughs> I told you I want you to work. How can you experience a level of equality while maintaining the reality of an inequality that exists on the basis of titles? So you just announced early on that you feel as if you're not heard, right? You give suggestions, but they just do whatever it is that they want to do, right? So in that case, you are feeling a greater weight of the inequality, correct? Mm -hmm. Moving forward, how could you experience a greater level of equality being on a more equal playing field, your voice is heard, right? Even though you understand that there's an inequality that exists between king and sophomore, queen and sophomore, what would that look like? Okay. Can somebody help DeMarcus out? I think that it would look like the people that are in the positions of power yeah. being more open to listening to the people that are that are under them. Yeah. And taking into consideration how they feel, what the why they feel the certain ways that they do about say the clothing mm. items mm -hmm. that nobody has the money for mm -hmm. except the king and the queen. Mm. And also I think that's all I have to say. I don't know. I don't feel like I can think of anything else. But I think that, that would make it, it more equal, even though they are still in a position of power. Okay. Because at the end of the day, the decision will come back on them. Mm -hmm. But if they are willing to listen to their the, the people below them, sometimes mm -hmm. that makes it more equal. Okay. Anybody else? Getting you ready for this test in two weeks. So let's transition to discrimination. So context-wise, in the last uh, three to five years, uh, there has been uh, scholarship, literature, videos produced that is seeking to address discrimination on racial bounds. Okay. Uh, one said scholar, you may not be familiar, Ibram X. Kendi. Anybody familiar with him? All right, so he wrote a book called uh, Stamp from Beginning. Uh, he wrote another book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And from his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, he proposes this, and I'm quoting, the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. That's the first move. The second move, the only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. That's the second move. And the third move, the only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Close quote. So fully, the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti 
racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. So, how would you summarize Dr. Kendi's statement regarding racism and the use of discrimination in order to reduce racist discrimination? How would you summarize it? Okay. Somebody else? Okay. Okay. Why describe it as a remedy? What does that illustrate? When you hear the word remedy. Hmm? To fix? Or I can't think of another word. When I hear the word remedy, I think of something that you do yourself. Like it's something that, that someone has tried and it worked for them. Okay. All right. In what context would I use the word remedy? In what environment would I hear that word most often? Okay, sickness, hospital, right? Some type of illness, all right? So to accurately represent what Dr. Kendi is saying, he is looking at racism as a sickness, as an illness, right? And he is, in this quote, prescribing, not a medical term, prescribing a remedy, a medicine, a pharmaceutical, right? All right. So he offers three remedies, all right? So the first remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. So let's define our terms. So we, are, we already understand, we've set up that discrimination means what? Discrimination is by definition. Unfair treatment to others. Okay, unfair treatment to others. All right? If you Google the definition of discrimination, that's the first definition that is offered, right? It's unfair treatment of others. So, in order to deal with the existing racist discrimination, according to Dr. Kennedy, is anti racist discrimination. So, what could he mean by anti racist? Okay, so anti is against, mm-hmm. all right? And racism is what? Discrimination against people based on race. Okay. So anti-racism would be discriminating against your own race. Is it your own race? That's the way I'm looking at it. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody else? Let's exercise our muscles. That's right. <laughs> At 4.30, do y'all chose intellectual exercise. Yeah. 
So in order to deal with the racist discrimination that is prevalent, and by inference, it is what white individuals have historically uh, acted against regarding non-white individuals in the nation, right? Dr. Kennedy says the, the remedy to that type of discrimination is a anti-racist discrimination. So to stand against racism, right? So the second remedy is past discrimination. What is he talking about? What is past discrimination? Give some examples. All right. All right, the Holocaust. What else? All right. Get, get some more detail. Let's open that luggage of civil rights and that suitcase of slavery. Lynching people. Okay, lynching people. What else? Okay, segregated bathrooms and schools on the basis of race. What else? Not allowing certain, not allowing black people to participate in certain sports events. Unpack that a little more. Like Jackie Robinson, for example, they treated him how they treated him because at the time the baseball league was predominantly white and him being the only black person there. Mm -hmm received a, a unfair treatment because of his play. Okay. But he was playing baseball. But he just wasn't playing baseball in the major leagues. Right? Okay. Somebody else. Past discrimination. Uh, like, like what Trump said, like sports. Uh, I watched a uh, movie about Jesse Owens, something like that. He was a uh, track runner at USC, and um, he was getting a lot of discrimination because he was winning a lot. And, um, Ohio State. Was, huh? I think it's Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I know it's red, but I, yeah, I got you. Yeah, uh, but he um, he got a lot of discrimination for that, and it was. I think he went. Uh, it was. I know it was some national. It was a national uh, track meet. And he had beat Hitler, and um, there was a lot of controversy about that. Where Hitler's um, country, there was a lot of controversy about that. Okay, so Jesse Owens won gold medals, Germany, yeah. all right? Uh, while Hitler was in power, and the powerful move of that was Hitler made maintain the assertion that uh, the Aryan race. Not all white people, specific white people. Aryan race was the most superior of, of humanity, but Jesse Owens demonstrated otherwise in Germany. Right, right. While ironic, because Hitler had... Yeah, I was gonna say, did he? Yes, which is the irony of it all. Yes. <laughs> I guess he should have looked in the mirror a little longer. So the only remedy to past discrimination. Now here is present discrimination. So what is Dr. Kendi offering as a solution to heal 
racist discrimination and past discrimination, what would present discrimination look like? <laughs> okay. But what would that look like? Uh, people saying light skin look better because you know, you know, something like that. Is it light skin look better? Yeah. Is that what they be saying? No. What would present discrimination look like? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, speaking of TikTok, um. Is it, are you going to bring it back to the yeah, question? Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, okay. It was, uh, it was like 2020. It was like some. It, it was, I've got a name. But it was some black girl. Um, she made a dance. And okay. A white girl stole it. Well, she didn't steal it. She put a little remix. Well, she stole it. But she had her little white girl swag on there. Okay. And she went viral for it. Okay. And she got a lot of uh, a lot of publicity, like a lot of brand deal or recognition. Okay. So they found out the black girl did. Uh-huh. So. And to to this day, the the white girl still, you know, she's still getting a lot of stuff, but the black girl kind of fell off. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of discrimination. People, you know, since she was white and she did look like a, a cooler dame, it was it was fascinating. I, I say. All right. So then the the remedy to that would be that black individuals would discriminate against. White individuals in the context of dance. I guess, yeah, content creation, something like that. Okay. So how would we go about doing that? Um, we don't give white content creators as much re- recognition as hmm. we give black content <laughs> Okay. So present discrimination would look like... Wow. Black individuals mobilizing to what's the word we discriminate against white content creators right so how would you go about mobilizing individuals to do that Travis we would start a movement (laughs) okay and that would involve having a um, a boycott against white content creators okay Okay. I'm I'm looking for the actualization. So would it also involve because we, we can look at past discrimination as a teacher for how to conduct it presently, right? So would that involve Travis's group going out creating content that says, Do not listen to white bread Joe? Yes. Because as a white man, his content creation is trash. And as a white man, white bread Joe has no rhythm. And we know that white people have no rhythm. Okay. What would be a, let's move out of content creation. Let's move to something political. So we have the types of Equality is being pursued. Social equality, economic equality, political equality. All right. In the past discrimination, what did political inequality look like to black people? They could not, not be able to vote. They could not vote. What else? 
And that poll tax, okay. All right. Right. Was counted as a whole person. All right. Anything else? Okay. All right. So there were steps, laws put in place that made it difficult at a minimum to downright completely restricted individuals from voting at the local, state, federal level on the basis of skin color. So, what would that look like politically today if Travis became governor of Arkansas? Governor? Say he's the House Speaker for the legislature. Right down there. Excuse me. Right up there. The Capitol. It's right there. So y'all working together. You are. DeMarcus, the Secretary of State, you over all elections, voter registration. Contavious, you're the state treasurer. First strings, all right? So, Governor, what would present discrimination look like against white men and women who are voting age today in 2023 i would put like the, the vote places and neighborhoods where white people went up where they wouldn't go yeah. okay say so how would you get that legislation passed in the house because you're the house speaker so the governor has brought you into the office and said Hey, we need this legislation passed that what? Polling locations are going to be where? In low poverty areas. High poverty areas. High poverty areas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Southwest Little Rock. Right? Oh, on this side. On this side of town. Right? How would you get that legislation passed? I think I'll let the rest understand that the print of. The governor is actually like concerned about the low poverty area because they've not been introduced to like voting and we going to that area will actually help them boost the um the community that they are not left out. They are also seen and they can also vote. So you would hide the discrimination under the guise of they don't know about they don't know about it and it's increasing voter turnout. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You may be a politician. You see how she hid that? She didn't even lead with discrimination. Did you realize that? <laughs> Demarcus. And since you are over voter registration, how would you influence to make sure that the number of non-white registrations would increase? And make it more difficult for whites to register to vote. Since it's going to be in the high, the high, um, poverty areas. 
the high poverty area. Which is an interesting thing that you just said, but we could say, come back to that. I could say, who lived here the longest uh-huh. goes first. Okay. So they'll have to wait in line until everybody else is finished. Okay. But they, but they may get tired of waiting, so they might leave. You can give them a hip hop test too. <laughs> hip hop test. Cultural test? Mm-hmm. Maybe? To maintain your voter registration? Mm-hmm. For Katavius. You heard the purse strings, man. Where's most of the funding gonna go? Hmm? Cause you have to go over here and talk to say, hey, like, hey, this is how we can get this funding passed. Right? Because no, every law is ridiculous and ain't got some dollars rolling with it, right? What community groups could you make sure get benefited financially so that they can do more voter registration in high poverty areas so that Governor Travis's legislation and signature event can get passed? Go to the area with Okay. So the remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. Now, I have not asked the fundamental question. Is everything that we're talking about, is it right? Mm-hmm. Ah, we're not getting there yet. <laughs> we're not getting there yet. Is it fair? Is it fair that since one group experienced a level of discrimination for generations, in centuries, maybe it's time for another group to experience that. Is it fair? Mm-hmm. I said we spread, spread it out, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, spread it out in, in, in the, the, the wealthy areas mm. and in the low, I mean, and high poverty areas. So both of us be able to vote. And in the middle, so I don't want to forget about them, but the middle class is. Okay. Try to do something like this. What we doing right now? It's legal. Please speak up. What were you just saying? I said, I think it's not fair because not everyone, I don't believe that you should punish a whole group of people for Mm -hmm. something that their ancestors did. Okay. Not everyone is like that now. My mom is okay. white. Right? My mom is white. Okay. My my past family on okay. my white side, they didn't have no slaves. They was poor. They, okay. they couldn't even eat. They barely had enough food to eat. Mm. So I don't think that my mother should be punished when her grandparents didn't even do anything. And she doesn't do nothing. Which leads to the question then, what are the outcomes of this proposed remedy that we're playing with? So... Somebody's still gonna be un, un, I mean, mystery at the end of the day. So here we go. It matter, but somebody gonna feel like, you know. So what's the remedy? I don't know. Well, the remedy is the proposed legislation by the governor. Well, the yes. Outcome. What are the outcomes? So, because what do you want to happen? From what this? are the what are the trade offs? Because there's positive and negative trade offs, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so what is so the positive trade-offs are are apparent, right? More black folk folk are gonna be voting. 
right? More Latino. Are the Latinos included in this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Are Asians included in this? Yeah. Well, Why'd you they get in? Whoever in the, the Little Rock area. I mean, whoever. Ah, uh, well, hold on, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. You know, we're trying to go worldwide. We got to start in the. All right. So. Arkansas or Little Rock? Arkansas, he's the governor. I'm the governor. Yeah, state. I mean, mayor. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is everyone included except white people? <laughs> and then, and then, what percentage of whiteness can you have in order to participate, or not be excluded, or not experience this discrimination? If you if you have white, if you, you have white, if you experience the discrimination. So does that mean your mother or your father if is your white? Your mother or your father is white. Either one. Either one. Either one. <laughs> okay. All right, we're 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 digging into this, right? What? Let me be Well, see, the problem is you can't even. Well, you can't. It's so difficult for you to vote. How much more difficult would it be for you to even run for office? I wouldn't. They don't want me. Yeah. Because I, I came out like this. <laughs> and it wasn't your fault, was it? Mm. No. So now I can't vote. Mm. Oh, you can vote. You just got to leave your house on the hill mm. and go down to the hood. Unless there are enforcers on the corners that are preventing her from getting to her polling location. We can do that. Okay. All right. What's some other negative outcomes? I feel like the negative trade-offs would be the same like white people would start riding and you know <laughs> no. the torture about to get him some money the torture tried to tow somebody's car and he rolled off in I think the negative trade-offs would be white people ride similar to the negative trade-offs that Racism had it mm. would be the same kind of negative trade off that anti racism would have. Mm. Anybody else? I agree. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Now, the third aspect of this quote the only remedy, it's interesting, the only remedy, words matter as if there's no other remedy, all right? The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. So implicit in that is that there is present discrimination going on. What is that present discrimination that Dr. Kendi contends that is still existing today? Even after a black president, Barack Obama. Even, are your eyes okay? Oh, okay. Even after a black vice president, Kamala Harris, two, three, 
black Supreme Court justices, Ketanji Brown being the most recent. Before her, Clarence Thomas, Thurgood Marshall. A black mayor, Little Rock. Rick Scott Jr. And a host of other different advancements. What is the present discrimination? We got billionaires and Oprah, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Jay Z, controls the Super Bowl show. Where is there the present discrimination? More black women graduate college than black men. What is the present discrimination to which he refers to? Is there still discrimination on the basis of race? Mm -hmm. Police brutality. Hmm? Police brutality. How so? You know. <laughs> that's, not what this, that's not what this class is. I don't know. You know that man, that, that man even though he admit, can't get it. And, and going in a woman's house. Okay. And with the dude with the hoodie, let me take my wife by the wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trayvon Martin with the hoodie on. Okay. But a Latino killed him, not a white person. Oh, okay. Well, it's still. It's still. It's what? Too close. It's still discrimination. I think okay. the discrimination comes from when you have. Oh. You have a white school shooter mm -hmm. that they can't. He got a. He got a. a automatic rifle in his hand mm -hmm. and they can arrest him mm -hmm. but it's a black man on the street with a knife or or, or a taser or, or something that don't compare to an automatic rifle and, and they kill him both I'm not saying that black man right mm -hmm. but if you can contain arrest detain all this or somebody with an automatic weapon in their hand yeah. you should be able to arrest somebody that got a knife Okay, that is a that is a reasonable claim. Reasonable. Yeah. Next thing you have to ask yourself is why there are no black school shooters. Because anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it. Oh, yeah. The white. There may not be no black school shooters. Or more black males kill each other in the streets than white males kill each other in the streets. But your original proposition stands, which can lead credence to the possibility that there's discrimination by cops against black male or black female, right, on the basis of race. It gives that appearance, right? What else? Present discrimination. Anything else? Black people get more time for for a similar crime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that claim. That's a whole Okay. What you doing after that? Okay. And so what would future discrimination then look like?
put toward prison or what we say a prison discrimination would look like for mm-hmm. on a on a larger scale. On a larger scale. All right. Now, we understand looking in the past, the only way the larger scale was able to happen was through government enforcement. Right? At the local, state, and federal level, the government used laws on the basis of race to impact groups in this country who were non-white, economically, politically, socially. Right? So the question we have to ask ourselves moving forward, we're seeking to advance this idea of not only are we ontologically equal, but are we going to live equally, practically, daily, the question then becomes, is this remedy that Dr. Kennedy proposing, will that get us there? Because he says it's the only remedy, three times. The only remedy, the only remedy, the only remedy. And if Future discrimination is the remedy. If present discrimination is the remedy, anti-racist discrimination is the remedy, then can we ever move from, is there ever the possibility of not only getting equal opportunity, but beyond that, equity, equal outcomes? Have a good weekend. Good discussion. Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find us on Twitter at Philip Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website philipfletcher.org.